You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Hashem's Rav 5782, 2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha Avram Avinu, Abraham, the first Jew, the first Israelite, the first Hebrew, is told by Hashem, Vayim Hashem Lavram Lech Lecha Hashem says to Abraham, Go out of your land, go out of, go away from your people, the place that you were born, the people you were born into, go away from your family, your father's house. The Medrash wants to understand why is it that the verse talks in reverse? Meaning, the Torah should have said, leave your house, your parents' house, leave your the place of your birth, leave your country. It should have gone sequentially. Why does it go backwards? Rabbi Yitzchak Pesach, so Rabbi Yitzchak opened and explained Shimibas, we find the verse also in reference to Avram Avinu, to Abraham, verse in Tehillim and Psalms, chapter 45, verse 11. Shimibas Uri'i, listen, O daughter. The daughter is a reference to Avram Avinu. Listen, O daughter, and see, Vahati Azneich, and turn your ear to listen. Vishikachi Ameich, forget your nation, Ubeis Avich, and the house of your father. So, in this verse, it also refers to the fact that first we speak about the the country, the the nation, and then we speak about the person's father's home. What is the idea? Why does it speak in this way? Why does it speak in this order? So in explaining this concept, so the Eitzi explains that the the command HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that God was giving Avram Avinu wasn't just that he leave his physical location, but rather that he leave the culture, that he leave that which he imbibed from those around him. And the first thing, the least difficult, is to leave the general culture that one's involved in, that one was connected to. person leaves the country, he leaves that culture. But then there's a family culture, not just a, a, you know, a nuclear family culture, but the, the culture of the family, of the extended family. Leave that culture as well. And then the deepest, most difficult thing is to leave the culture that a person grew up with in his home. The foundation of who a person is, is the culture that he grows up with in his home. And that's the hardest to leave. So Hashem was saying him, not just physically, which he was also saying, leave your physical location, but he was saying, in order to get anywhere, lech lecha, in order to accomplish something, in order to grow in ruchnius, in order to become a greater person, a different person, in order to truly serve Hashem in the way that God wants us to serve Him, it's only possible if we reject the parts of the culture around us that are not conducive to our service of God. If we reject the parts of the family culture that's around us that's not conducive to our service of God. And if ultimately we reject even the very culture that we experience from the, from the very foundation of who we are to the extent that it doesn't support our service of Hashem. So that's the understanding of this first section. Very interesting and very powerful. Now the Medrash continues and says, Amar Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak said, There's an analogy to somebody. What it, I, I think that he's coming to explain, and we need to just follow along as we're reading it, because it's a little bit not so clear, the connection between the first and second sections, but we need to look at the fact that why is Hashem saying, why is Hashem saying to him to reject the culture? What's the idea behind it? 
Why is Hashem drawing his attention to the fact that the culture is a negative influence on him? So it comes as a response to the following concept. It's analogous to somebody who's going from one place to another. He was traveling. He saw a, a very large building of some sort, a castle, excuse me, a castle of some sort, and it was on fire. So this is a very famous analogy, but listen carefully because the analogy is not presented often precisely. And the, it's important to understand it precisely to understand what's going on here as the Mephoshim explained. So this person is passing from one place to another. He sees a building is on fire and says, could it be that there's no one in charge of this building? And the reason that he asks this question is because there's no firemen around. There's no one putting out the fire. It doesn't seem like anybody cares about the fact that this building is burning down. Where's the where's the one who owns? Where's the one who who cares about this building? Is gonna it doesn't seem to be that the owner of the building cares to stop the fire. So the owner of the building looked at him, looked at this traveler, and he said to him, I am the one who owns this building. Okay? So he asks a question, if the, where, where's the guy who owns the building? It doesn't seem like he's interested in saving his building. And the guy says, it's my building. In other words, this is my building. I want it to burn. Okay? In a similar way, in a, com- in a comparative way, Avram Avinu looked around at the world, and it seemed like God did not have any interest in the world anymore. Why? Because, as the Mephoshim explained, the people rebelled against God. God destroyed the world with a mobble, destroyed all of its inhabitants. Noah came along, started a new world. Then God split them up amongst the nations, the Dorhaflaga, which was right around the time of Abraham of Abraham. It seemed like God was not interested in mankind. It seemed like the, the world was on fire, so to speak. People were not serving God properly, serving idolatry. Maybe God is not interested in mankind anymore. And that's what it seemed like. The world is on fire, and the Balabira does not, doesn't care that the world is on fire. People are being destroyed, people are being punished, spread out. Hated to love a Baruch Hu, so God took a look at him. God was made to love, very interesting language. He, he peeked at him. He said, I'm the master of the world. And as I understand it, what it's saying is, I un- Hashem was saying to Avram Avin, to Abraham, I recognize the, the terrible nature, the degenerate nature of the people around you, of the society around you. I recognize that and I've caused them to be punished, to be separated. With the mob, they were all killed. However, my plan is not over yet. I still care about mankind. I still want people to serve me. And therefore I say to you, I say to you, I want you to start moving. I want you to start going. And by you going and by you moving, as, as the Mephoshim explained, you will inspire others to come into a relationship with me. And you will indeed bring everyone back to their connection with me, which is what we're going to see in the next section of the Medrash. But let's just finish off this piece in the Medrash. The verse says, in it's the next verse in Tehillim. The next verse, the verse said, Listen, O daughter, and see, and forget your nation, forget 
the house of your father. The next verse says, The king desires your beauty. He is your master. What does that mean? God says, I want you to be the one who's going to become famous in the world because by you becoming famous in the world, by you becoming a great person, it's going to attract others to you. And as Yisav explains, that when people see, this is a, such an important thing, such an important idea, an amazing idea, when people see that you serve God, when people see that you are somebody who indeed is successful because of your service of God, because of the fact that you do what's right, you succeed. Others will want to join you. Others will want to be like you. Others will be drawn to do what's right. So it looks like the world is on fire. It looks like I've rejected the world. I don't want any connection with the world. That's where you come in, Avraham. Hashem was saying to him, the end of the verse says, and you shall bow down to him, which means that you're going to go to the land of Israel, which is the place, which is the place to serve God. Really, as the Mephorshim say, and as you've heard me say, you can't compare living in, in outside of Israel to living inside of Israel. The main place to serve God, as the Mephorshim say here, why did Hashem send him to Israel? That's the place where you can truly serve God. That's the place. God's eyes are on the land for, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Special divine providence. Special connection to God, which you don't have anywhere else. So if you want to know Avraham, it seems like everything, the entire world is rejected by God. No, no, no. Go to Israel. Go to the place of Ashkachapratis, to the place of divine providence, where everyone will see that when you do what's right, you get divine assistance. And that's where it's indeed going to be, the beginning of the Jewish people, whose mission in, in, throughout history has been for the last 3,800 years, since Avram Avinu, since Abraham, 3,800 years, the mission of the Jewish people has always been to serve as a connector between mankind and God, to serve as an example of what it looks like to serve God properly, what it looks like to put God at the center of our lives. That's why Hashem says to him, Go, leave your land, leave your people, leave behind that old culture, leave behind the people that you recognize, and it's true, you recognize that I, God, have rejected them, leave them, and you're going to start anew, in a place where you will have the ultimate success, which is only the land of Israel. And here's where the next section in the Medrash, such beautiful, beautiful Medrashim, comes. The verse says in Shir Hashirim, in Song of Songs, chapter 8, verse 8, refers to a younger sister, that she's undeveloped, she's, uh, she's still a minor. Who is this undeveloped younger sister? Achois, the word Achois, which means a sister, the Medrash understands that it can also mean something else. And it's a reference to Abraham. Ze'avraham she'icha is called Boyolam. He came to bring together, to, to, to mend something that had been rent, something that had been torn apart. Avram Avinu, Abraham came to mend, to fix, to bring back together. Bar Kapara, Amar Kazeshu Ma'aches It's like somebody who takes a torn garment 
and sews together the pieces of the torn garment and brings it together, as the Mephoshim explained. Because as we saw before, God, in a certain sense, rejected mankind for the sins that they did. The, man, the, the human race was designed and intended to be in a relationship with God, to have, a, to have closeness to God, to serve God, and to receive goodness through their service of God. Instead, they rejected that service. Instead, they rejected that relationship, and they chose to go out on their own, which is something that Nimrod did, tried to lead them to, with the Tower of Babel, as I'm afraid explain, etc. However, Avram Avinu, even though God had separated himself from the, from the world, punished them, separated them amongst 70 nations, 70 lands, 70 languages, nevertheless, Avram came to, to mend that tear, mend, to fix that which was separated to bring it back together, to bring God back into the world, to bring mankind back to a realization, recognition of God in their lives. Kitana, why is he referred to as, we said, achois means icha, the word achois, which normally means sister, is a reference to Avram, who is icha, he brought together broken parts. Kitana, why is he referred to as small? When he was very young, he was, according to one magician, only three years old when he discovered God, when he recognized that God exists. So, he's called Kitan, he's called small, young, because he recognized God from a long, from, from when he was young, from a long time ago. He's not developed, the younger sister who's not developed, she has no uh, ability to nurse. Avram Avinu did not receive any nursing, so to speak. He wasn't nourished by anyone else with information about how to serve God properly. He figured it out all on his own. Now the Medrash jumps into something very interesting, and that is the connection between Lech Lecha, which is God's command to go, to the land of Israel, which we've spoken about until now, to something that happened immediately before, and that was Urkazdim. Avram Avinu was given a test. He was told that if he doesn't bow down to Avodazar, to idolatry, if he doesn't denounce, renounce his connection to God, that he would be thrown into the fire. Now, in this test was the foundation of God deciding, so to speak, whether or not he would send Avram Avinu on this mission a mission that would be not only for himself, but for his children and grandchildren, all the way down through the generations until our very time. And it depended on what would happen with this test. Would he be willing to go through the fire, to give up his life for God? The day that Nimrod decreed that he would have to go down into the fire, he would have to be burned because of his belief in God. Hashem says like this, look, and this is the verse in Shir Hashem, if it's a wall, we will build upon it. It's a reference to Avram Avinu, to Abraham. Excuse me, if Avram Avinu will stand like a wall, he will, he will be strong in his conviction, in his commitment to God, unwilling to waver, not willing to bow down, willing to be thrown on the fire to give up his life for God. If that will be the case, then we will be able to build on him. A nation will starve from him. Vim delasu, but if he is a delas, which means he swings like a door, he's not strong, 
Notsur Aleha. It's not gonna not gonna work out. He's not gonna be the one that's gonna be the chosen nation. In Dalhu, as the Medrash explains, if he's weak, if he's sparse, he's not willing to stand up for for his principles. If he's not going to be able to stand up for his principles, for his values, the result will be that Hashem will not stay with him. It will just be a passing phase. That There's somebody named Avraham who did some good things, he spoke, you know, he inspired people, but that will be the end of it. So Avram responds to this test, and he says, I am a wall. I am a wall. I am steadfast. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to stand up for what I believe. I'm going to uphold this matter. I will not bow down to the idol. I'd rather die. And what is the result? The result is that now this sister, this little sister, grows and becomes developed and is able indeed to ha- to provide sustenance to her babies through the milk that she is endowed with. What does that mean? It's a reference to the fact that not only did Avraham Avinu, through standing up to this test, not only did he accomplish something for himself, but he now it became his genetic makeup. He gave it over to the next generation and the next generation to the next generation on through the ages until today. The ability to sacrifice for what's right. Hanani, Mishal, Vazarya, they were three prophets who were willing to, to go through the fire and not to give up and not to bow down to idolatry. Avram Avinu, through his commitment to God, through his willingness to sacrifice his life for God, imbued in himself, he changes DNA. Through that choice, he changed his spiritual DNA such that he would be someone upon whom could be built a nation that would last throughout time, that would inspire the entire world to a recognition of God. So it's an amazing thing. I think, you know, in the first section of the Medrash, we saw that Hashem, that, that Avram said to Hashem, where's the Balabir? What's going on with this fire? And the response was, that's really an important question. That's an important statement about reality. But you are the one, you personally, through your going through the fire, interesting, right? He saw this burning, he saw a burning building, but you're going through the fire. Your willingness to give up your life is what's going to turn the whole history around. All of history will be changed because of one man. His name was Avram Avinu, Abraham. He was called Avram Ivri. Ivri means a Hebrew, but the the way our sages explain it is that he was somebody who stood on one side. Aver means on a side. The world has different sides. Those who take the side of truth, those who take the side of untruth. The whole world was on the side of untruth. Avram stood on one side, on the other side, by himself. And he was able to bring over all of the world to his side. That's why Hashem says to him, Lech lecha, you can go because... You, you must go. You're the one who's going to be able to enter Israel. You're the one who's going to be able to develop a true relationship with me. You're the one who I will be able to show, and this is one of the important points, I'll be able to show the world that when you do what's right, you get good. You get good. 
Hashem blesses you because you've done what's right. Avram Avinu, because he did what was right, because he was willing to be Meiser Nefesh, and this is another important point, because he was willing to give up his life, it was real to him. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't like a fly-by-night thing. It wasn't even something that was nice. You know, it was his nature to be a nice person. He figured out, at three years old, I'm saying, a three-year-old figuring out that God exists when everyone around him is talking about idolatry. His father is one of the main priests for idolatry. For Avram Avinu to figure it out, meant he had a lot of natural good in him. But natural good is not the same as willingness to give up and to sacrifice your life for what you know is right. That's what creates a foundation upon which a nation can be born and a foundation upon which others will be attracted to become like you. So Avram says, where's the Balabira? Hashem says, I'm here. And you're, you're part of my plan. Why? Because you are willing to go through the fire. So I want to bless you and I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should indeed recognize that if we see things around us are not okay, we can choose to be the ones that are okay. If we see so many people who are not living in Eretz Yisrael or not living in the land of Israel, we can choose to be the ones who go to Eretz Yisrael to live there, to join almost 7 million Jews who already live here. If we are the ones who see that indeed there's a kara, there's a, a, a tear, the relationship between mankind and God is not what it's supposed to be, we can be like an Avram Avinu. And we have to be willing to be Meister Nefesh. We have to be willing to sacrifice. Because the only way to accomplish anything that lasts forever, that truly lasts forever, is through sacrifice. So, bless me please, and I bless you. Hashem should help us to recognize all of these concepts and incorporate them into our lives. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.